Today on the No City on the Sideline Dad podcast, we're going to have a conversation about something that we all do. We have to do every week, even if we don't like it or not, because we're just not going to eat. My conversation with Aaron Chase from $5dinners.com. We're talking about it from budgeting, coming up with a plan, how to save money when you go in the grocery store. Next on the podcast, let's do this. Welcome to the No Sitting on the Sideline Dad podcast, a podcast about a journey of discovery and conversations about not sitting on the sideline of life. Let's get involved. Here's host Joe Foley. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Hey, my name is Joe Foley and I'm a dad and a parent and crazy busy dad, but like you. And I really want to say thank you for being here. Hey, I know it's time limited, so you two spend time listening. It means a lot to me. And this is your first time. Welcome. This is a podcast about having a conversation, what means to be us, actually. It's top related to being a, being a dad, a parent, and a busy person, I guess. This will be a podcast dedicated to some sense of community. What I mean is, hey, if you've been here a while, you know where you can leave a message. But if you're new here, right-hand corner, speed pipe, social media links. You can find all my social media notes sitting on the sideline.com slash contact. You can email. You can find the link to the Facebook group. It's actually a Facebook group. The link will be in the show notes. Have, start a conversation. Say hello. Say your name. Leave an email address. Sign up for the email or newsletter. I know as a dad and a parent, we're all going some kind of issues. And I, I honestly, I love being a dad and, and a parent. I know this stuff's not easy. I'm not an expert on a person on a journey just like you. Taking one day time in this crazy world. You know what? We can do this together. Hey, next up. My conversation with Aaron Chase from $5dinner.com, where Aaron shares a little bit about some of the tips and tools that you can use to budget for your family meals, going grocery shopping. And she shares a really cool story how she saved money, $500 a month to $250 a month in groceries for a family of four. That's pretty impressive. You know, and also we talk about having a battle plan or um, having a plan going to grocery shopping. You know, it's interesting because I know from experience myself going grocery shopping, it can be overwhelming or it's one of those um, weekly tasks we're really not looking forward to doing. (laughs) Aaron's changed a lot of really good information in this episode. So let's jump right in. Welcome to the podcast, Aaron. Hey, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Hey, um, you know, it's one thing that's interesting. I looked at your website and stuff like that. What is, how did you come about? The $5dinner.com. How did that come about? So it was almost 10 years ago now. And I was, my husband was um, working at the time as a teacher and I was not working. I have two little toddlers at the time. And we were facing the recession like everybody else was. And he had a long commute to work and the gas prices essentially doubled that summer of 2008. And we needed to cut back somewhere. And and I I really wasn't in a position to go out and get a job because it, you know, then I have to pay for childcare. So I decided, well, we'll just spend less of the money that we had in order to kind of offset that gas price or gas expense increase that we were seeing with the, with the gas prices jumping. And so I decided that the grocery budget 
was the, that line in our budget was really the only one we could cut back on. So I just started paying a lot more attention to what was on sale in the store, being really strategic when I was buying things, just, you know, look using some coupons. I've never been like an extreme couponer, but I've, I've always used them. And so kind of putting all that together was able to go from spending $500 a month to down to 250. So that whole like cut your grocery bill in half thing that you see all the time actually is possible. And so I did that and I, you know, the way that I did it was a little bit unique and that's kind of how $5 dinners was born. And, and it was, I was kind of breaking down the price of ingredients that I was using to make a dinner for the four of us. And yes, my kids were little at the time, but I can still pull off a $5 meal for my family of now six, four boys, age of now 12, 10, eight and five. So you can still do it, but you just have to be really smart and strategic about it. You know, some nights now, nowadays we have, you know, seven, $8 dinners, but it's still a lot less than what it could be or if we were going out to eat, right? So, but the idea was I was breaking down the price of ingredients and kind of piecing together these meals. And it was like, I remember it so clearly, even still today, it was basically like kind of the news ticker or like the ticker on ESPN that goes across the bottom of the screen all day long. You know, it was, it was like that. It was like $5 dinners just kind of like floated through my head, like over and over and over. And I was doing the dishes and I was like, and I, I had a family blog at the time. I knew enough about how to blog and even a little bit about coding. And I was like, I wonder if anybody's doing this out, you know, what's out there in terms of like budget dinners, cheap dinners, you know, $5 dinners. And there was really nothing at that time. And so I, decided to just basically take some of the things I was sharing on our family blog about what I was buying at the grocery store and maybe what I made for dinner one night and how much it cost. And I put it onto uh, $5dinners.com, you know, at that time. And it just took off. People were like, this is amazing. It's good inspiration. It's helpful. It's good recipes. It's simple recipes. It's cheap recipes, but not gross recipes. Right. (laughs) So it's just like, it was, I think, and because, you know, and it was about a month after I posted that very first post. And, and you know, at, at that time I was posting a recipe every single day of the week. And basically what we were eating for dinner is how it all started. And, you know, it was about a month into that, that the word recession sort of hit the news cycle. And then it, I mean, it, we had thousands of visitors on the site every day within two months. And so it was just crazy how I think just the concept of being unique and just the way that I priced out ingredients and kind of pull that together into a meal and you kind of end up mixing and matching what you got on sale. And it kind of becomes this game. It's, it still is a game for me. And, and I just started sharing about that. And it just, I think resonated with people because of the time it still resonates with people because you know as our family's grown we've kind of shifted some of our conversation towards you know really fast meals that you can make at home because we're all in six different places every night with activities with our kids and all that stuff and so but it's still all the, the overall focus is is certainly still budget friendly recipes make ahead recipes just trying to make life in the kitchen easier and cheaper for everybody. Well, it's, um, I mean, you mentioned that you had four boys and I mean, if you don't control, like keep an eye on the budget, it can really go really high. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly good. Yes. It, it's, um, you know, and, and they're like, they're like little bottomless pits and it's, <laughs> it's, you know, now the game for me is doing, keeping them fed, keeping them fed well, like a balanced diet, healthy, because they would just eat Cheez-Its all day, right? <laughs> just carbs because they're boys and they're, they're, metabolisms are through the roof, right? And so they, <laughs> they, they, they need like 
good carbs, right? But they also need the rest of their diet. So I have to kind of watch it, pay attention, like make sure not eating Cheetos all day. <laughs> but, um, but you know, all that to say, like, but still doing that on a budget and still staying out of the drive through, like, and as our life gets busier and as activities and as they grow and they're, I mean, I think I've been home one night this week during dinner. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, well, we've got to, and I will cook at home tonight, but it's like, we've got to kind of figure out how we're going to still eat dinner at home without staying out, out of the drive-thru. Cause you know, for us to go through the drive-thru is $42, oh, wow. 35 to 42 bucks, like depending on where we go somewhere in that range. Even when we try to do like everybody just gets a bean and cheese taco tonight, it's still $24. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, even when you try to kind of hack it and, 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 you know, cheapen the, the dining out, it's you're using coupons for pizza or whatever it might be, it's still way more expensive than what I can do at home. And so it's, it's kind of finding that, striking that right balance of, yes, we do still eat out. Yes, we still do fast food, but how, how do we fit all that into the grand scheme of our food budget with eating at home and, you know, going out as our budget allows. So I can relate to that because um, I have a four-year-old son and he's like, I'm still hungry. I'm still hungry. You just had dinner, but I'm still hungry. <laughs> I mean, and he's like always continue. Always like he wants to eat, 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 and eat. One thing that's um, interesting to me is um, when we go like for me, I'm a, a single dad, and uh, my, my son with me, and I grocery shop with him, and we go around, and, and um, I spend eighty five dollars, and I usually get the same stuff, and I'm looking at the food, I got like three meals. That's it. I'm like, where did the money go? And- yeah, yeah, you got it. That's a common, common, common problem. Two problems of we're getting the same thing every week, which is is not bad. Like routine is good, and I think most families eat anywhere between like I've heard seven to 10 meals. You just kind of rotate through the same seven to 10 meals over and over and over, which is great. But then of course that can get boring. So then, you know, try when you want to add in variety, I always encourage people just to do one new type of recipe that's similar to something you already like. So you don't have to learn a new cooking method. You don't have to learn something crazy different. Um, when you want to try something new or try to add to your kind of your meals list, your, your rotation that you have already kind of set up. And so, I think people get really overwhelmed when they try to make this full crazy meal plan and they go on Pinterest and they look up all these different recipes and then they just want to cry. So don't do that. <laughs> Sounds like it could be overwhelming when you look at all those pictures. They look really, really good. And I, when I look at it, I mean, I cook it. I'm like, doesn't look like the picture. Well, and you need, you need, everybody needs to know that the people that are taking these pictures, myself included, okay, because <laughs> we have a food blog, we take really nice photos for the food blog, although they're very simple, I don't do a lot of food styling per se, but it's, I have a great camera. I have a great light setup that I use all natural light, but I have a great light setup. I have like a remnant piece of countertop to make it look like a really nice photograph. So you need to know that the people that are taking these pictures are not, we're not normal is what I'm trying to say. Like we do that. So we have, you know, the information for our website that we can share with you to inspire you. But I, I, so I always say that I'm always like, I have a really great Pinterest account. If you want to go want to one place, go to my Pinterest account. There is a lot there, but it's going to be budget friendly. You're going to find a lot of variety, but don't get overwhelmed, right? Like you just know that when you go down into that hole, it's like a rabbit hole and (laughs) it's a deep one. So just be, be ready. But really like if you... If your family likes sloppy joes, right? Mm-hmm. Just make a slider version instead of like the full bun version and maybe put some cheese with it, right? So like just tweak out 
kind of what you already like. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to go and make these like elaborate from scratch sloppy joes and throw in bell peppers and red bell peppers and green bell peppers. And you don't have to do that. You can just really a sloppy joe slider is the same thing as a sloppy joe sandwich, just a smaller bun, right? But it's different and it's fun and it's like kid friendly, you know, like, so you just kind of have to play with kind of what's already on your list. And then of course, you know, shopping the sales obviously is crucial for, you know, doing this whole budget grocery budget game. So what is a, what is a good way? I mean, what is a good way to, before you go in the, like, like it's almost like a game plan, like a football player would go like a game plan and before you head into the grocery store, what kind of game plan would help a person save money? A game plan. I call it the battle plan. Yes. <laughs> You've got to make a battle plan because there's a lot of things that can go wrong with for a grocery shopper, which is basically every person in the country because everybody has to grocery shop, whether you're doing it online or having it delivered or going into the store yourself. It doesn't matter. We all have to go to the grocery store, right? Like we have to eat or grocery store, warehouse store, farmer's market, like wherever you're getting your food from, you have to go, right? So mm-hmm. having a plan is crucial. And so one is you need to know what you're going to be eating that week. This does not mean you need to know, you need to plan, you know, I'm having sloppy joes on Monday and chicken and rice on Tuesday and pasta on Wednesday. It doesn't mean that. It it could mean that, but I think even simpler than that is, okay, I'm just going to get enough for three to four meals for this week. And that's all that I'm going to get. I don't want to overwhelm anybody with meal planning. I don't want to overwhelm anybody with this, you know, by the time Wednesday rolls around, I'm done. I don't want to cook anymore. I'm tired of this planning thing. I'm over it. But you need to have the ingredients to get you through the week. And so, you know, get the ingredients for those four meals, but don't say I'm going to make these on these days of the week. Just be like, okay, today seems like a good chicken and rice night. Let's make chicken and rice today. Or this is a day I'm not going to be home. I need to make a slow cooker meal that day. So what do I have that I can throw in the slow cooker? Um, so kind of planning around your schedule and planning around um, almost your mood. I, I tend not to plan around mood and actually don't recommend planning around mood. Like what do I feel like eating for dinner tonight? Because then you end up needing feeling like you need to go back to the grocery store, and that's just never a good idea. Mm-hmm. So at least plan what you, you're going to eat at some point this week. Does that make sense? Yes. So plan what you're going to make and super bonus points in your battle plan or your game plan. If you can plan based on what you see that's on sale at the store. So that is going to mean anything meat wise that's on sale. Meat is the number one thing. If, if you learn anything from me, it's buy meat when it's on sale, get extra to put into the freezer that you can make for the next couple weeks that it's not going to be on sale, right? That alone will cut your spending by like 20%. Well, I have an interesting question about that, the meat though. Is it, if I was going to plan the, the grocery store game plan or a battle plan, would I start with like the, um, the, the meat, like the it on sale and then I work my recipes that way? Right. So I would recommend, you know, you've got, you kind of have these seven to 10 meals that you're already eating, right? That's kind of your regular. And so you kind of already know which meats you like. I think most families, and this is very, very much a generalization, but different cuts of chicken, ground beef, and some different cuts of roast tend to be typical weeknight dinners. So beef roast, pork roast, um, you know, different cuts of chicken, whether it's drumsticks to chicken breasts, and then there's ground beef or ground turkey, right? So those are kind of generic, I would say, most popular meats. And so if you can get ground beef when it's on sale, 
this week, right? So let's say ground beef is two forty nine a pound at your store this week. That is like a drop your drop drop what you're doing and go to the grocery store right now. Price, okay, mm-hmm. two forty nine a pound for chick for for ground beef, chicken breast, anything under two dollars a pound. And what I'm going to do, what I do, is I get. I will plan two meals this week for ground beef, and then I will get a couple extra packages, maybe three to four meals worth to use in the future. Mm-hmm. So I might make two ground beef, beef meals this week, but I won't make any next week, but then I'll make one the third week, one the fourth week, and then it'll be on sale, you know, five, six, seven weeks from now. Does that make sense? Yes, that makes sense. So you sense. kind of make your meal plan for this week, but then pl- know that you're going to have ground beef in your freezer to use later. Because then in two weeks from now, when I'm like, oh, we haven't had spaghetti in a while, I want to make spaghetti, I don't have to pay $5 a pound for ground beef because I already paid two forty nine a pound for it. Right. And that doesn't sound like a lot, but do the math over the entire year and over every meal that you have to eat. And if you can cut your meat, your meat price in half for every single meal that you eat, that's like hundreds, maybe thousands of dollars a year. Right. Yeah. So that adds up really quickly. The meat, the meat and the, the basically the same thing applies with produce. Right. Yep. And so thankfully, our, our our family loves all kinds of fruits and vegetables. We only have a couple little aversions among the boys of like green beans are not my favorite. But I will eat them, right? Um, and so between f- frozen veggies, so broccoli, green beans, peas, um, which go on sale regularly, you kind of have to watch for them between that and then fresh produce, fresh, um, you know, sweet potatoes when they're on sale, um, the, uh, like pineapple if it's on sale, like I'll just have pineapple with dinner because it was on sale, mm-hmm. right? Super cheap or watermelon in the summer. Oh my gosh. We plow through the watermelon in the summer because it's just, it's good. They like it. It's cheap. Um, and it's helpful. And so you kind of, you kind of plan when you can plan and then plan, add in the sales and like, okay, I'm going to get two pineapples this week. Maybe next week you won't get any pineapples, right? You'll get the cantaloupe because the cantaloupe is on sale. So you kind of have to like, flow with the sales cycles, if that makes sense. I have a quick question. I'm leaving a little bit about, um, we'll talk about planning and stuff like that. And, um, I, but coupons, how would you go about adding in, like, cause working in coupons, cause sometimes it could be overwhelming and, and it, it might be a good deal with maybe a dollar off of the product you're buying or something. Like, how would you work that in to save some money? Sure. So that's the, that's the last layer. So we've talked about the planning. We've talked about planning based on sales, right? So mm-hmm. those are kind of the two, the two key things, um, the planning, the sales. Um, and then the last thing is if you really want to get aggressive and you really need to pay down debt or you have a vacation coming up and you want to save a couple, a couple hundred dollars extra to do something fun or special, right? You can do that if you get more aggressive with coupons. And so the key with coupons is to pair them with an already existing sale price. So let me give you an example. And I personally use coupons more for toiletry, household cleaning, and for some food. It depends on what, what's released. And for a lot of cereal, we, we do do a lot of um, cereal boxes. So I, I use a lot of coupons for cereal. So there are some things that I use them for. A lot of people say, oh, you can't eat healthy with them. Well, you can a little bit and then use them for the other things, right? Razors, like toothpaste, <laughs> toothbrushes. <laughs> we need all those things. And so what I, what I recommend is when the toothpaste is on sale and you use a coupon with it, you're going to get a great tube of toothpaste for a dollar or sometimes even free, depending on if there's some sort of other promotion around it. And so you can, um, save a ton with coupons. So I use them personally real strategically for those other kind of ingredients 
apart from food. That's been what we, what I personally have found to be most successful. But I know a lot of people who are very aggressive with, you know, going to find the coupons. Like you can have the coupons come to you to a point. There's a great coupons.com app. There's a couple like cashback couponing apps that you have to go in there and kind of check them and see like, okay, is there anything this week that I'm going to be buying that I could get a cashback offer from? So there's a, there's a adding in the reason I start with meal planning and then looking at the sales is because that's the least time intensive. You know, you can write out a meal plan pretty quickly. You can scan the ads for your grocery store pretty quickly and come up with sort of a game plan or your battle plan, right, for that. But then if you're going to layer in coupons, right, if Mm -hmm. you're going to get that 50%, you know, from 500 to 250, like we did, you know, back early on in the day, and that was me layering in coupons. But I spent time doing that. But you have to consider that if I can save $250 a month by working about 30 to 45 minutes a week, Going to the coupons, printing them out, making sure that it's on sale this week. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes like two hundred and fifty. That's a pretty decent hourly rate if you break it down like that. And so what I think what happens is people are like, I get overwhelmed. I don't think coupons are worth it. But if you can be like, you know what? My goal this month is to save a hundred dollars using coupons. I'm going to spend thirty minutes every week going to find the coupons. That's fifty bucks an hour, right? Like, yeah. it's not. That's not bad. <laughs> no, I mean, you're... so you have to kind of think if you frame it that way as, as kind of your motivation for then doing it, it, I think that'll help you be more successful in pulling in that, this sort of last piece of the couponing, because that's really where you start to see the deeper, deeper savings. But people take the time to do, do the work and they'll save the money, I guess. And that's really important. That's what the ultimate goal is anyways. Um, another thing that was interesting, you had on your website, um, you had an app. You have an app yourself. Right. We do. What is the app called? We, uh, we, we started sharing these freezer meal plans about four years ago and they went viral several times kind of on their own. And I realized that there is this need, like, as I mentioned earlier, like our family's growing, we need this make ahead meals, we need freezer meals in our life. And so we ended up kind of taking the, that core of those freezer meal plans that we had available and kind of spun them off into their own program. And that is called My Freeze Easy. And we built a web app tool where you can drag and drop recipes that are in our database that are freezer friendly, budget friendly. You can drag and drop those and basically create your own freezer meal plan, get recipes, shopping lists, and step-by-step instructions. So we built a web app that you can use on your computer, but we also built a mobile app for Android and Apple devices, um, phone and tablet that you can then use. Um, I use mine. Like this is, this is my, my best, my is like, if I'm in the grocery store and I see that ground beef is marked down, mm-hmm. like it's needs to be sold today, kind of marked down. Cause a lot of grocery stores will do that. I will just p- open up the app right there standing in the meat department. Okay. Go to the ground beef section. All right. I'm just going to do six meals this week. So I pull together three recipes. The recipes all double to make six meals worth. So I pull together three recipes. It tells me everything I need. So I'm like, okay, I need six pounds of ground beef that is marked down. So I'm going to get that marked down meat. If there's any other ingredients I know I need, it'll tell me in the shopping list right there in the app. I'll just add those to my cart and then I can put together those six meals when I get home. I got discounted ground beef. I got meals in the freezer. 
I'm happy. Well, that's a, that's pretty helpful, and especially be on on the, on the fly, pretty much when you're in the meat department, the reduced route, like the meats on sale and stuff like that. Um, another thing, too, quick, I was just I went to your website and I uh, went to the drugstore coupon deals. I like how that's broken down. It, it was interesting. Like, for example, clip uh, clips gum single with ninety nine cents. I guess out of pocket price ninety nine cents, final price free. I mean, it must have been a coupon attached to it somewhere or something like that, or yeah, exactly. It's it's really a game. This is kind of goes back to the game of okay, here's your meal plan, here's your shopping list, here's the coupons that are available, here's the sales, and kind of matching all that up. We have a lot of that information on the five dollar dinners website where you can't. We will tell you like here's the best. Like this is how you get toothpaste free this week, right? It's because there's a sale at CVS and there's a extra care buck, which is like a, a store coupon you can use for your next. Next, um, your next purchase, and there's a coupon out. So when you put all three together, the sale, pl- sale, sale price plus the coupon price plus the store promotion that CVS is offering this week, you get free toothpaste or nearly free toothpaste. And so we have all that information kind of packaged up for you as well. That sounds like a, actually it is sounds kind of fun though. Okay. I can save ninety nine cents. Let's go. <laughs> it's kind of a game thing. Um, oh, the ad- the adrenaline rush when you do something <laughs> like that is it's so true though because it's like you are like that is like you know I I saved six dollars this week and I got ten dollars to use on my purchase next week. So when I go into CVS next week. I'm not going to have to spend any money but sales tax, right? Like that's legit. And that will keep you motivated to do it again the next week and again the next week because it's like there's a serious amount of cash out there that you can, you know, you can hold on to if you're willing to take the time to get organized, get planned, get your shopping list written, look at the sale ads, look at what's on sale at the drugstores, find the coupons you need. If you can do that, like I said earlier, like 250 bucks a month savings, like it ends up being a pretty decent hourly rate. So totally worth doing. Well, and I guess I'm um, wrapping up, I guess um, we already, I think you already gave final thoughts, but that last thing you just said, but um, where can they connect with you if they have uh, your, where they can find you? Yes. All of our resources and recipes and tips and meal planning hacks and all of that is can be found through five dollar dinners.com. So that is the number five. You can spell it out and still get there, but five dollar dinners.com. We have all the information there for you and we'd love to meet you through there. Aaron, um, all the links will be in the show notes. Thank you very much for being on the podcast today. I really do appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's been great. Well that's all I have this episode on. Thank you for joining me on the Note City on the Sideline Dad podcast. Hey I want to thank Aaron Chase for being a guest on the podcast. You can find more about Aaron over at $5dinner.com. Also, check out my Freeze Easy app. It's a really good app to help meal planning and gross shopping and, put, you know, preparing meals, saving some, saving a little cash. It's always one to save a little money. Link will be in the show notes. You can also find a really good resource to help with meal planning over at $5dinner.com. You, you can find all the show notes and links we talked about today at the No City on the Sideline dot com slash five zero if you have a second please comment on the podcast if you got comment on itunes comment on the show notes comment whatever way you can comment and let me know what you what you think another thing if you have a second check out the um facebook page if you want to get in touch with me my email contact is at no sitting on the sideline dot com slash contact and it's also email social media links everything else is in there it's another funny story. Side note, I wanted to share today. And, and as a dad, I guess we take for granted and stuff like that. But, you know, you never know when your kids are listening and, and, and when they, what they really think. And 
the other night I was talking to my son playing Play-Doh, which I'm not a big fan of Play-Doh, but he really wanted to do it. So, and we're making superheroes and I asked him, who is your superhero? And he goes, you daddy. I'm like, wow. That should be back a little bit because I wasn't expecting I was expecting something else. But you are your kid's superhero or hero. You know, because they're paying attention. They're watching. Until next time. Take care. God bless. See ya. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe to the newsletter to receive updates of the show and helpful and useful tips. This has been a production of Foley 42 Media.